Welcome to Shift Your BS Goddess with Shannon, Haley, and Cherie, where we're here to talk about clearing the BS. That's right, belief systems, those self-sabotaging patterns and trapped emotions. We've got you covered, goddesses, to unveil your true self with confidence and joy. Hi, I'm Haley, Master of Hypnotherapy, Timeline Therapy, and Transformation Coach, and the goddess of releasing trapped emotions. I'm Shannon, author of The Intuitive Adventure, and I am the goddess of connecting with your intuition and teaching people to trust themselves. And I'm Cherie, kinesiologist and author who is the goddess of empowering women to see their worth, to have fun, and to believe in their own self-healing. And we are here to share our own stories, which will empower you to shift your BS and be the beautiful goddess you truly are. Hi, everyone. Um, This podcast, we're going to be talking about the mother wound. And we're all a little bit antsy, a little bit nervous (laughs) about this topic because it can be quite big. Um, But I just want to say that we we are super happy to just express ourselves in this space and talk about what it is. Um, and I know um, it's been a bit of a concept that's sort of been tossed around a bit, particularly in the last couple of years. I've, I've heard it with increasing frequency. Um, not to say it wasn't mentioned before, but it just seems to be more of a thing that people are becoming more aware of. Um, and it's more like a concept that's like, um, it's, it's like generational pain that's been passed from grandmother to mother to child, so to speak. So it's not actually about how good or bad your mother was or your mothering skills is. It's about those societal um, things that can be passed down, those structures, those belief systems that are passed down from through the generations. And it could be not just you know, your mother, it could be a father from your father figure as well. But majority of the time it's, it's based from that, the mothering skills and the societal expectations. And the biggest part that I think leaves us in this space is that the effects that it can actually have on us as women, particularly, um, you know, not feeling good enough, uh, feeling less than or not worthy. Uh, we tend to play small in this space um, or due to this. Um, we accommodate people or tolerate certain behaviors that you normally wouldn't if you stepped outside of that space. Um, so by discussing this, we're really hoping to, you know, be able to live our true authentic selves. And um, shift your and BS. Be able to put us, yeah, and shift your yeah. bullshit, you know, and put us, I mean, you know, belief system, um, <laughs> and put yourself first, you know, and that's okay. It doesn't have to always be, you know, a family, family oh. coming first. It's okay to put your put yourself first we were we were having that conversation um, today yeah we were we were literally yes, yeah, talking we were. about how do i accept that although i am a mother and i love my children that i am also a businesswoman and that i'm allowed to be um to love her and appreciate her just as much as a mother and being able to yeah. um not feel like one is more important or less important than the other I'm allowed to have both of them. Yeah, particularly because you desire. Yes. Yeah, it's like you desire to be in this space. I desire to have this business, to be this businesswoman, and that's yeah. okay. You're not playing small. You are expre- expressing and accepting and embracing all of you, which I think is really important. Oh, uh, oh thank beautiful. you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I think... Um, there was one thing that a friend of mine told me about which really bring brought it home for me because I didn't realize this and I didn't 
join the dots um, was that the Rolling Stones um, put out a song called Mother's Little Helper yes. because in the 60s and 70s there was this huge thing where women were crumbling under the mental load, the pressure of running a household, of making sure that the husband's okay, wife, uh, kids are okay, dinner's cooked, this is clean, this is pressed, da 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 that women were taking, you know, antidepressants, whether it was Valium or what have you back there, but it was getting to the point that it wasn't being healed, all these issues weren't being yeah. healed, that these women were self-medicating, and it, it, it evolved into a space of, these women committing suicide or drug ODing on these drugs because they just weren't yeah. coping. And so, yeah, they made that song on this phenomenon, which was called Mother's Little Helper. And it was just this huge realization that one, I'm not yeah. alone. Yes. <laughs> I'm not the only one who's struggling with it. Um, you know, and trying to multitask the myriad of shit that you're supposed to as yes. a mother. Um, you know, in today's society with the expectation of working or not working or, you know, childcare versus not childcare or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like all those things, those pressures that we put on ourselves that we really, if we don't look at it and come back to us, we really start to crumble. Particularly without that support of, you know, either if we internalise it, we don't seek out support from other women um, and get that village well, I guess our, of we are our relationships can can suffer too and there's something that you know this is something yeah. that has come up for me and I don't know if it's if it's on the same page maybe let's just go there yeah um you know when yeah. my husband and I switched payrolls kind of thing so yeah. you know you know he supported me for a very long time <laughs> while I was doing you know a lot of my writings a lot of my programs and you know, your soul growth my soul growth yeah. And then and then yeah. I launched and then I've grown my business and then, you know, probably tripled or quadrupled his income. His income. Easily. And- <laughs> Yay! I just like to say that's an awesome success. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but it hasn't come without its own challenges. Yeah. Of you know we're we, we are in a different dynamic now mm. and we are we are actually still navigating that. Yeah. And it's probably that's probably why I'm uncomfortable talking about it because <laughs> I I haven't fully figured that out yet. Yeah. But all I know is I don't think anyone yeah. has. You're not alone, baby girl. <laughs> you know, just because of that, you know, um, the motherhood, um, that mother wound of you know what is expected from us, um, you know, our that's what I provided all of those years, and then you know for that dynamic to now be changed. Quite dramatically. Quite dramatically. Yeah. It's uh, and the, I mean, you know, yeah. we don't have kids at home. Yeah. Either. Um. So it is. It's really hard to figure out who you are in this new role. Yeah. Yeah. And and what does that mean? If That's you fair. are the breadwinner, where does that leave your partner? Yeah. Yeah. Who is he now? Yeah. And who do you want him to be? Because I mean, if he was cleaning the house and being at home. No. Thank you. We no. will be like, no, I don't you. want this. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, definitely I need him to do shit because I don't have enough time literally. Yes. But I, that's not what I want for him. No. No, and it's interesting. But yeah, it's an interesting dynamic change mm. for sure. Yeah. Do you want us to unearth this? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love this idea of reframing. 
Like I love this idea of taking something and because it's very easy, I think, for our logical brain to look at something and say, this is the problem and this is the problem and this is the problem. And I, I think I, I had this the other night where I went to dinner with my kids and, and all these things came out that was the problem. And when I finally nailed it, and at the moment, you know, the first instant you get is it's over here, it's over here, it's over here, all those problems are out there. Yeah. And when I finally got to the chunky part of it, Ooh. I just missed adult company. Mm. That was actually what it was. Yeah. But, you know, originally I'm saying, oh, I don't know if the food was great or the company or, you know, like I'm looking at all external. Um, and so I think um, it's being able to not only, I think, come down to the heart of the matter, but then once you get to the heart of the matter to understand that it's okay to be there. Yeah. That it's okay to to be that in that position. Yeah. All right, so let's play. Let's see what we can do here. Making this up as I go along, isn't it lovely? <laughs> Doing a marvelous right, we'll job, marvelous job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, if I was to put um, your partner in this in this boat that he's in at the moment, where he's navigating these waters, um, and he's trying to understand what's important, what would you say is the number one thing that's hard for him in this space? Um. Where he fits. Yeah. Yeah. Where he fits, what role he's supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so what is important to yourself that a partner does? I don't know. Like I want him to be, okay, um, the feminine is always going to be my dominant. Side. Side. Yeah. And from a feminine perspective, I want him to be that strong um safe um and secure person in my life yeah the one that I you know my rock the one that makes me feel like you know if the rock if the boat is unsteady then he's there to steady it yeah that you know he's got he's got me yeah he's got me and so why do you think that is important um well, apart from my shit, from from my mother wounds, um, <laughs> because I, I think you know my one of my deepest uh, core issues has always been a, a feeling of safe, a feeling of being safe, yeah. a feeling of belonging. Yeah. Um, so we moved around a lot when I was a kid, yeah. um, and so there was there was this you know. Uh, there was this real feeling of, of uh, not feeling of belonging. Yeah. And so when I, um, you know, moved for the – to put some context to it, we moved – so I went to the same school for all of primary. Um, although I was backwards and forwards from a country town to the city because I used to spend all of my holidays with my grandparents in the country. Yeah. Um, we, we moved to the country uh, after my sixth grade formal, so it was literally that night. Yeah. And I'd spent, you know, six years of my life with these kids. Yeah. Um, to then be, you know. Uprooted. Uprooted. Yeah. And taken to the and country start to again. start again. And, and at the beginning of the school holidays, right, yeah. the Christmas school holidays where we've got like six weeks or something. And you don't know anyone. Don't know anyone. Yeah. You know, what I'm, I'm what, 11, 12 years old. Yeah. Um, so my friends are my life. <laughs> They're my life support. It was like my life support was taken away. And then 
Um, and so I was acting out yeah. along, along, along with, you know, other trauma, traumas that happened in my childhood. Yeah. And I think all that combined, I was, you know, getting into the wrong crowds, yeah. you know, I was getting into trouble and that just, that just exacerbated that. Yeah. And so, you know, get through the school holidays, get into year seven and then I'm and not fitting can. in. I'm, you know, kid, kids are wanting to pick fights with me. Oh, um, wow. you know, yep. like things just weren't working out for me. Yep. So I survived that year. I don't know how. And then mum and dad moved me again to another school. Yeah. So again, it was like the new kid again, new kid again. Yeah. Didn't work out. Yeah. And wow. then, uh, and their dad landed a job in the city, didn't he? After that yep. year of school. So yep. then grade nine, I'm shipped up to the city again. And a new kid again. And I'm a new kid again. And by this time, and it's the beginning of the school holidays. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Again. And I'm ready to jump off a, 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 off, off oh, a jetty. Sweetheart. I'm sitting on, at the end of a jetty, like water, and I'm ready to jump. I'm like, and it wasn't even very deep, so I don't know what I was. You, you were going to swim. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, that there, I think, was, you know, that, that, that was my problem with feeling like, where do I belong in this world? Yeah, and not having a rock. And not having a rock. And that's what my husband has always been to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he makes you feel safe. I, know. I think Yeah. I think that's beautiful. I think there was a there's a lot of like change in that space and whilst it may have been difficult, as a person being outside of that and listening to that story, I don't know, there's a lot of strength in there, chick. And the fact that you've come through all the way to the end here and you now have this beautiful business and you're helping so many people and you're quite successful. Let's be honest here, you're fucking successful. Um, I think you've stepped through quite a lot. I don't want to say all of it, but you've stepped through. You're not playing small. You're not playing small at all. You're not hiding yourself. Um, And I think you've done a remarkable job at pushing through all that, those, you know, some, some, Uh, Or call them them adversities. (laughs) Yeah, uncomfortable positions. Adversity, that's nice. Uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think there's something epic about being able to be in uncomfortable positions and work your way through it. I think if we, and I think most of us, if we had that childhood where it was cruisy and we didn't have to face adversity and we didn't have to deal with uncomfortable positions, put us in an uncomfortable position as an adult and we'd crumble. Yeah. Totally. We wouldn't know how to cope yeah, with it. Have yeah. That. yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't know. I feel like I I had no. a very similar I thought it was really funny. Yes. I had a very similar okay. situation as well. Where yeah. grade six I went to a new school. Yeah. Been to the same school my whole life. Grade yeah. six I started in a new school on a boat doing school of distance ed. Wow. And then grade seven I went to a different school yeah. and did a new one. And then grade eight I went to a new school. Yeah. And then halfway through grade eight wow. I went to a new school again. Wow. So very similar yeah. boat to you. And yeah. I just think that's crazy. That's it. <laughs> and the same age bracket too. Wow. And it's funny because it's I think it's really interesting because I found as the new kid I could – and we were talking about chameleons. I could chameleon my way through it where I could be the nice, friendly person mm. and kind of – I didn't find my group of people, mm. but I could fake my way through it and eventually find a group that I was semi-comfortable with. Mm. But I always felt like the person that just didn't have her game. Mm. Me too. Yeah, and I think that's a very natural yeah. – consequence Mm. of the situation because every time you landed in a new situation most of the people had their group and you had to find a new one yeah 
So it's very natural that you're going to feel like I don't fit in because you are the odd one out yeah. because you are the new person. Yeah, and even like in social settings now, yeah. I, I still, I will tell you yeah, yeah. quite quite blankly i'm socially awkward give me you know one-on-one i'm fine i don't know what you're talking about give me more than one-on-one i'm a mess like i just you you know like i'm not a mess but i just i lose myself you hide and so i hide and i i'll chameleon my way through to just blend in yes and I'm not standing out. You look you look amazing on the outside, though. I mean, your height is hide it very well because you look amazing. <laughs> the, the only way you can really tell is she disappears. Oh, <laughs> she goes. Oh, I'm just not feeling well. Oh, right, right, right. All by herself at home. I'm just, I've just got to go. I'll see you later. Bye. And yeah. you're like, hey, what? Just, she. And so I think I think oh, okay. so. This gotcha, is just. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna be controversial and say it's a safety mechanism. I think it's deeper than that. I think there's there's safe spaces that we live in. And I think that sometimes when we choose to fit in and I do this a lot in different areas of my life. Like if I'm around, I don't know, like whether it's um a group of mothers or sometimes even family. Sometimes I feel like it's easier to be well, I think even you and I have said I'm a really great listener. Listener is the person that goes, Tell me all about your stuff and I don't have to do anything. Yeah. I can just sit there and listen. And my life is easy. Yeah, I'm guilty of that one. <laughs> and I find it hard to be so the, to be the, the talker in a lot of situations. <laughs> but okay, anyway, I digress. But going back to you. Um, so, so it's a safety, uh, a safe space. And it's interesting because this is coming up a few times. Wanting a safe space yeah. where you can be yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also very interesting that your partner is someone that you can go to and feel safe. Mm. And so I, I think we need to beautiful. look at what safe actually means. Yeah. Because it, it's um, best perfect. There's there's monetary safety, mm. but then there's also feeling safe in your skin. Yeah. There's also feeling like energetically you can just be yourself. Yeah. And so I think it's important if we're looking at rebranding the way that we see what your partner brings to your relationship. Then I think if we're talking safety, I think this is actually in more ways than we're possibly looking at. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, all right. So, best benefit. Next thing we can do. Is there anything else in that space? No. Next space. Um, oh, no. I'm going to flick I'm gonna flick over to you, Cherie. Do you think there's anything else in that space that needs to be looked at? No, I don't. I just think it's great to be able yeah. to talk about it and normalise yeah. it. I think just being able to verbalise, like, our concerns because you're not going to be the only one. And, um, you know, these are, this is a great space to be able to talk to people and get other people to share their, um, you know, their feelings on these, mm-hmm. yeah, these versions. I think, versions. Um, so I think, yeah. I think that the, um, Sorry. I think that the lesson for me mm. is that, you know, we, we are, like we've said before, there many layers. We have many layers. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's what what helps me is doing my daily rituals. Like um, if I if I slacken off and I don't do them, yeah. um, like meditating or exercising or even, you know, listening to affirmations that yeah. I've created for myself to tell myself that I'm safe, that I'm secure, that yeah. I'm, you know, whole and all of those things yeah that helps me to you know stay on track and if I if I forget to do those then yeah. you know um then it could become you know I can 
I can end up not feeling safe. Yeah. Um, and then the other side of the coin is just grounding. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I say it to my clients a lot to, yeah. you know, um, ground, do grounding and centering and shielding so that you know wholeheartedly that you're supported, you're, you're yeah. connected and that you are, you know, yeah. worthy and connected to this beautiful yeah. universe and that you have a place here. Yeah. And I, I find that doing that ritual really, really does help me. You know? No, absolutely. Maybe, maybe I've just... Yeah. I, I think I've got the same thing. I've got a little pin-up board in my room and I have... Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to lose weight. So my biggest thing at the moment is um, making sure I have a very clear intention um, and I have like sort of hand on heart, what do I need to do to make sure that I am, um, I don't know, not hiding. I don't want to hide from myself. I want to connect to my, my true self and bring in those aspects that I may be hiding from. And so I've gone through and go, right, so what's my morning ritual going to be like with this intention, right? I'm going to do... Uh, yoga, a little bit of a meditation. I've got this, it's amazing little 365 day calendar. And you're supposed to rip it off every morning. Um, but I just intuitively go through and either muscle test my way through it or feel it. Um, and just choose out what I actually need for that day. Um, and it's just, I find, like you were saying, it's just the best way for mm. me to start the day. But I'd like to say it did take me a while to sort of get to this space to actually realize that this is well, what I needed. <laughs> that's the thing. I think it's really important for us to remember that we have everything within us that we need. If we, if, yes, if we, but it's also good to ask for outside help. Oh yeah. 100%. Still putting that in there. hundred <laughs> percent. And it's nice, you know, we, we're, we naturally gravitate to being connected. Like it's, mm. we're not meant to be um, we're not meant to be here to do it alone. No. We're meant to be doing it with others, whether that's partnership with someone else or or it's friends yeah. or it's family. Yeah. Um, we yeah. are, you know, yeah. tribe beings, you know, that's how we are. Yeah. So that's important to remember. But we have everything we, we need within and that's about, you know, spending in that time, giving ourselves permission to have that time yeah. to go in within and and to connect into that yeah um i think yeah that that tribe space is really important i think looking back over i don't know if you just look over the history like the last couple of thousand years we've only really figured out that you know without that village because it used to be you know in the ancient or even if you go you know druidic or celtic you know those those older um, cultures and stuff it was very much a village to help raise you know, either a child or to support you. Yeah. You'd have like a group of women that would come together to support, you know, uh, a girl coming into and having her first period. You know, there'd be a, a sort of a celebration in that space or, you yeah. know what I mean? There was all these things to really support women and, and help them to lift up and move through. Um, and I find like in Western society, Western cultures, it's really, it's not about that village thing yeah. anymore. Although it's starting to change, um, I feel like it's just like we're starting to realise that we can't do this by ourselves. You can't do this by yeah. yourself and expect to come through. You need to have the that support crew around you, whether it's a spiritual support crew or you know other women, like-minded women, um, to there and lift you up. Like, I don't know, I've had a bad day and I'll call Shannon, I'll call you, Hayley, and go, oh my <laughs> God, it was just shit. <laughs> <laughs> Help me out! Yep. That that vent session. I'm learning it. how important. We were talking about this earlier today as well. That vent session, how oh. important 
it is um, it is to do. And mm. I think even even if you um, you know we have our friends that we can definitely go to and and let some stuff out. If you've got stuff that feels deep and heavy and you're not ready to share it out, I do find writing. Mm. I do find whether it's automatic writing yeah, or if right, it's just thing, yeah. just blurring it out somehow so you can because write write yeah. a letter and just not send yeah. it. Just write yeah. a letter. Burn Sometimes it. Sometimes it is burn just... Burn it. Burn it. Burn yeah, it. Yeah, burn, burn it. And then dance on the ashes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever works. <laughs> Absolutely. It's always fun. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so if we come back to Mother Wound, yeah. where we began, yeah. if there was, um, what is it? What would you say is the area that you are, I don't know if I'd say unpacking still, or the area that you're like, I'm navigating my way through this. What would you say is the area you're still navigating? Tree. That's a really good question. What area am I still navigating? I don't know. There's, I, I don't know. I'm finding, I'm not hiding myself. Yeah. I think is a big one. I find that um, after, I don't know, throughout life, you know, with, you know, children and, and you get a lot of other people's influences in that space and you second guess yourself. And it, I, I found that I've inadvertently hidden bits and pieces of myself and um I don't know that's that's what I'm uncovering I'm just uncovering like I'm allowed to be all of me I'm allowed to bring myself into this space whether I make a mistake and Mm. I fuck up royally Mm -hmm. or I am very successful it's all part of that that learning curve that I really need to embrace and remind myself that it's okay I think that's that's my biggest thing that I'm I'm really finding is just uncovering all those hidden parts particularly to do with being a mum and uh, being a yeah. partner or, you know what I mean, you know, that, that space. Is, that, so that, is that's there me. any one hidden part mm-hmm. that you could say today you could pull her back in? Um, I don't know. It was really – we were looking – a friend of mine and I, we were looking at um, the, I don't know, the three, you know, the three – Crohn's. Uh, matron what's the word yeah the the maiden the mother and the crone i don't know the triple goddess sorry three progresses of the female there we go funny triple goddess and we've got us three beautiful women here anyway continue (laughs) i know we're amazing aren't we um (laughs) um it was really looking at the maiden and really going she's a carefree i know i picture if i was to visualize her i feel like she's got the flowers in her hair and she's sort of running through the fields and just picking flowers super free she's free um free to be her free to feel free to be happy and joyous which is something you know you can get really weighed down in in day-to-day life and i feel like i am uncovering her more and more so you know simply i've put on some music today while i was dancing and it was like a bit of old rock you know there's a little bit a little bit of old rock in there a bit of bon jovi there's a bit of bon jovi um, <laughs> I don't know. And I just, it was, it, I felt silly, but hilariously laughing at myself at the same time. I had sort of had my air guitar out and sort of like doing, you know, to those awesome yeah. parts. I don't know. Just if it feels good, I want yeah. to do it. Even if it's silly and you look at, you look at it and you go, oh my God, I feel like an absolute dork right now. I want to yeah. do it. I want to experience it. I want to express that part of myself I yeah think, is what i'm looking at so, no that's gorgeous gorgeous lady which is beautiful yeah i wonder yeah. this this came yes. through and i don't know if it's useful or not forgive me if you you can hit me over the head if you like that's not relevant um <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> um was when you were talking about right. the maiden that feels free 
and I just think about where yeah. you've been through, is it possible that sometimes by being in in a state of feeling like the world is too hard or feeling like everything's hard, that the that the maiden maybe or you know the maiden may be given more to do. Does that make sense? Like if you're free and you're relaxed, that someone may turn around and go, you're really not pulling your weight here. Let me give you more to do. Well, if we sit in the space of overwhelm or if we sit in the space of feeling like life is hard, that maybe people leave us alone and not give us more to do. I suppose, yeah, the, the only person that would do that would be myself. Oh, yes. I'd be self-isolating <laughs> going, oh, my gosh, Sheree, you have a to-do list that's a mile long. You're meant to load right now. You cannot be frivolous. What are you doing frolicking with the flowers? Silly. Silly girl. <laughs> uh, that would be yep. me. <laughs> I would be the only person in that space to to do that, and I think yeah, because my my daughters are beautiful, my children are, do, yeah. are beautiful, um, and my partner is just amazing, and they would not, they wouldn't be in that space no. to do that. It is literally yeah. just me. Yeah, <laughs> it is literally How just crazy. Me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know, right? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's gorgeous, man. That's gorgeous. So you've just got to make sure that your maiden and her to do list kind of don't hang out very often. I think um, I, I, I've found I've been putting my hand on my heart more often and going, is this actually something yeah. I want to do? Is this something that I actually – do I actually want to clean my room or do I want to sit down and play a game of Fortnite? Not that I'm a big fan yeah. of Fortnite, but the kids yeah. freaking love it. And so they get super joyous when I just sit down and go, right, let's just play some game. And, I mean, let's be honest, someone comes at me and starts shooting at me. I run away, scream. <laughs> I'm literally screaming <laughs> at the TV, running away and – it's hilarious. Like, you got to make it fun. But I don't know. It's just the kids are the best way to get you to get in contact with your own hey. inner child. And I'm finding more and more, the more I listen to that little inner child of mine, the more I'm doing silly stuff with him, the, the more I can connect with him. Like, um, I've got an eight-year-old boy who just absolutely loves Fortnite and everything about Fortnite. I'd like to say it's taking me a very long time to warm up to Fortnite. Um <laughs> alcohol may have been involved when I first did this <clears throat> right anyway um but yeah no it was just the light up of their faces when you sat down and go right what yep. are we doing and they're like let's play Fortnite." And I'm like oh <laughs> drink let's get an alcoholic beverage let's do this we got this <laughs> um that you actually find I actually enjoyed it uh I suck yep. at it immensely but it was I don't know it was hand on heart. That was what I, I needed. It was what my soul needed. It was where I needed to go. And I just felt better yeah. for it. Actually, I have to say. I don't know. I don't know. This is a little bit of a sidestep. And I don't, I don't know what your opinions are on this at all. But I was looking at Mother Wound and I was looking at Mother Healing. And something that came through to me. Because I felt like really big, heavy topics. Me too. Um, Mother Wound. And, and, mm. and then something came through where it was like inner child healing is the same thing. Yeah. And I sort of went, inner child healing, I fucking got this. Yeah. I can fucking do that easy. Mother wound feels hard, mm. you know, but inner child healing, I just went, that means actually listening to what I want and what I need. Yeah. And I don't have to deal with, you know, yeah. the big scary things that are sometimes outside of our control or outside of our belief systems. Mm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just really loved that concept. And your inner child just wants to have fun. Yeah. Your inner child is, I don't know, there's, there's a cartoon I keep on seeing on Facebook that pops up. It's got a brain and the heart, and I can't remember the, the name of it. But it's always the heart that's running around going, oh, my God, let's look at this. There's a butterfly. 
like, oh my gosh, look at this. And it comes back with band-aids and cuts and scratches. And the brain's like, yeah, see, I told you so. You're going to get hurt. And I'm like, there's more and more of me. I've progressed from connecting to the brain to connecting with the yeah. heart. But just follow that butterfly. Yes. Fuck it. Who cares? Follow the butterfly. That's exactly it. Why be looking at the doom and gloom option when you can just be living in joy? Mm. And see the beauty yeah. around you. And I feel like when we when we talk, um, it's not, I think, just mother womb, but when we talk about societal or generational or all those kind of things, they feel complicated because they're not ours. They're not the things that we necessarily came in with and they're not necessarily the things we actually still choose. Um, and so I think when we talk, uh, I think it's not just inner child healing, but I think when we talk about healing in any type, when we connect it back to just being about our soul and what we need and who where we are and simplify it back to there, yeah. then it feels not so hard because you're not supposed to yeah, heal we... your mother. You're not supposed to heal your grandmother or your partner or no. your children. No. It's just about us, yeah. or, you know, us individually yeah. taking our journey and the support network around us. And I think, yeah, I think when you have those, those mechanisms in place as well, and Haley, correct me if I'm wrong, when you get into that space, you have those uh, recurring beliefs that you then end up becoming habits, whether they're good or bad, yeah. um, and they're habits and stuff. It's really hard to break them sometimes, particularly when you're mm. on your own or you're not seeing someone professionally. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, I think, yeah, what you're saying, Shannon, just tweaking it yeah. a little bit and coming back to what do I actually need, what do I actually want, simplifying yeah. it back to that space, I think is, yeah, a really, really good yeah. idea. Because it makes it easier to, you know, easier to swallow, easier uh, to do. Yeah, manageable. more manageable. manageable. I think we we are naturally caring, co-creating human beings. Our natural form is to be inclusive. We're not the type of people that will yeah. naturally say, "As long as I'm happy, go fuck yourselves." Um, so, <laughs> Sheree, <laughs> I don't know. There are times. Sorry. As long as I I'm mean, happy. what? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I loved this example. It was in a book I read, actually, where she said, you know, even though we may love to go on holidays tomorrow, for example, we know that in some situations it's not feasible, except for Haley, who is actually going on holidays tomorrow. But for everybody else, it's not going on holiday. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, there is that. A little bit jealous. jealous. There is that um, simplicity in being able to follow your heart because I think your heart, it very naturally knows that, I don't have to solve the world's problems today, mm. but I can also be kind, caring, and co-creating in saying, actually, I just want to snuggle with my partner tonight, or I just want to have you know, dinner with my kids and relax with them, or I just want to have a long bath and not be interrupted. But whichever option it is, knowing that that's what you actually need, and, and I think it's when we, when we choose to ignore it and say, but they need me, or but I think this is more important, but I must do, you know, and the rhetoric mm. pops in yeah. that sort of says yeah, you've got totally. that email that you've got to send, yeah. you haven't sent this flyer, you still are not caring because you said you do that for someone and you're not doing it. So that's when that interrupts. And I think it, it takes it takes us giving you're ourselves permission to say, yeah. I, I choose what is important for me at this minute. And, and learning, I think, learning also to be able to, I think, almost simplify it where you can, actually, I do do this that works really well. Because sometimes um, Sheree and I do visualisations and one of the ones we have is sometimes we have a speaker 
that is in the background going, but you said you'd do blah, blah, blah. As the, I think this is mine today. You said you would do blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so um, I love this very simple one where you sort of, you know, hear out and see if you have any speakers that are, that are telling you. And it's the same story. There's no depth. There's no value to it. It's just the same story on repeat. And so I do this visualization where I actually turn the power off, mm. pull the plug out, and kind of wrap it up and put it in the bin and kind of go, I don't, I don't need you. And so if you're, I don't need you. I don't need you. So if you, uh, the hand on heart, I swear, it's just a simple process. But yeah, hand on heart, ask what you need, what you desire, and and follow it, and make sure you trust yourself. Yeah. 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 I think that's important. Oh, I love that. Really. Did important. you did you Haley? Because we sort of talked a little bit about where we're at with um, the mother wound. Did you want to add anything in? where you're at at the moment before we before we finish up no i'm good you're good. good she's done for today she's on holiday mode already mm. <laughs> mm, <jealous. clears throat> sorry i mean what i'm gonna go get myself a beverage this is just she's, she's happening done today too <laughs> it's just friday friday afternoon here yeah, let's be honest it's friday yeah, afternoon it's beverage fucking doing it anyway <laughs> beautiful um, oh well awesome. thank you so much for i think just unpacking where we're at with it and um and some beautiful methods that help you deal with these things as they come up and i think uh you know it always comes back to trust yourself trust that you're allowed to ask for what you need and step forward in a way that lights you up beautiful people you beautiful goddesses you okay yeah. thanks we'd love to hear from you guys too if you'd like to share anything in that space as well um would love it uh love to hear your concepts and your thoughts on that um just let us know and um yeah we'd love to love to have a bit of a chin wag and a bit of a chat on those type of things too yeah with you um all right thanks for joining us bye bye ah damn it i always press